0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sales Velocity TV and Radio. I'm Andrew. That's Aaron from the Beach House in the Cayman Islands, I can can see. Not the normal studio background if you're watching the show
1: live on Facebook. Um, But hey, it suits you. Well, I'm not sure if if I like the background as much as I like it in my normal studio. But, um, you know, did some traveling, went to Florida as we talk about the world's opening up. Came, saw you for a couple days, took my kids to... All the major attractions, and um, you know, had to quarantine for a couple of days on the way back as part of the uh, the rules here. The
0: rules of the Cayman Islands. I don't, I'm deciding if I'm going to go with my vintage yellows today, but keep going. I don't mean to interrupt anybody. Yeah, you know.
1: So uh, this is my last day of quarantine. Just went and got the the old COVID nose swab. Felt like I've got a brain probe, you know, to get that done, and I'll be I'll be out of here at the end of the day. But you know what? It's been kind of nice. I've actually never stayed uh, in this in this beach condo, we use it as an Airbnb and a, a VRBO. And I was like, I've been out here for five days. And I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty nice in here.
0: Time for the vacation like, to end, pal. Enough is enough. <laughs> 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 We're talking but, today about the, the critical components that you need to stay focused today as a top producer. And it is really hard to stay focused today. I think with social media the pandemic going on, politics, um, you know, the war, every every part of the world is kind of navigating through this differently. It's it's tough today. It's tough today, Aaron, to stay focused and keep your head down. I mean, you and I battle with it too. You get pulled in so many directions already, but during kind of an international pandemic slash crisis slash health issue here, it's even harder. I mean, it really is a battle today. And we're going to dissect some of the things that you're going to really need to become conscious of. To be able to play the game at a high level today, and if you're watching the show, most likely you want to play the game at a high level because this is a show on sales and growing your business and growing your company. It's hard to do today with the amount of distractions that we have. So I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, we're going to cover three sort of core topics that, that we feel are important, and and I, I, I this is not something that we are masters of. I don't think by no I, I don't means. think, think anybody's no a master, you know, of of anything. You know, but it's something that we work diligently on so we wanted to share because I I know you run into the same things and, and I'm sure our, our listeners and our watchers do as well where all of a sudden you can go an entire week and you can you can look around and go what did I, I actually do done this week man I was what really I busy but I don't know what I did right right and and you realize that you've worked in the business instead of on the business. Yeah. Sure. And you feel like you, you feel like you have nothing tangible to show for it, and usually, if that goes on long enough, what ends up happening is the business doesn't move forward. Right. And, and when you feel like you're getting in that rut, you got to take a step back, and you got to ask yourself, okay, is my focus in the right place? Right. Am I working on the right things? Is something pulling me in a different direction than it shouldn't be? Right. Because if you don't, it's inevitably going to be you know, a a slide, you know, into, you know, the The results that you don't want to see, right? A
0: slide into the
1: abyss, right? Into the abyss, right? Yep. And uh, and so the first one we want to talk about today, and and it seems obvious until you actually ask some people, like we ask our our clients and and our, you know, other entrepreneurs all the time, what are your goals right now? What is your one-week goal? What is your 30-day goal? What is your 90-day goal? And everybody's heard this a million times before. So everyone's like, oh, I know about goals. Okay, cool. Tell me your seven day goal. Tell me your 30 day goal. Tell me your 90 day goal. Right. And then you see where the rubber hits the road. Or you kind of like, get that deer in headlights moment, right? Yeah. And they're like, uh, well, it's to increase sales. Really? By how much? How are you going to do that? Well, like, you know, you have to have a really clearly outlined plan, not just for what you want to accomplish, but the actions that are going to correspond in that seven day, 30 day, 90 day window to allow you to accomplish those goals. So it's not just about setting the goals, it's about saying, okay, here's my goal, okay? What are the actions that are gonna be required in order to achieve that goal? Because once you get clarity on what those two things are, what the goal is and what the actions are that are gonna make it a reality, then when you get thrown into the mix, because, mm-hmm. you know, businesses is, is organized chaos at the best of times. You can start to look at those hour long blocks in your day and reference back to the goal, what needs to happen to achieve the goal. And you can start to weigh out the value of what you're doing in those time blocks to see if they correlate with what you said you wanted to do. Or are you getting sucked into the matrix? Right. Right. Yeah. So I know that you know exactly what this is about because, you know, you get pulled in a million directions on a daily basis. I
0: think you know, we both how, do. I, I think easy? everybody does, right? I think anybody that's busy and productive does. I mean, th- there's no way to not get pulled into a million directions throughout the day these days with all the communication channels that we're, that we're facing today, right? So we're going we're gonna to break down these big three. Number one is just, you know, we, we use the term loosely goals. But really it's, it's – even if you want to strip the term goals out of this, Aaron, and maybe just like objectives – things you're shooting for, right? to sure. to not use the, the the old beat down goals term, but I find that we, and that's number 1 and we'll we'll get into each one. The second one is how you handle your physical, the physicality of what of of your life, physical fitness Do you. Do you have a movement and an exercise routine because you'll never produce really anything long term if you don't. We talk about it a lot on this show. And the third piece is your mental state, kind of that personal development component. So we'll we'll break down all three, but as far as the goals thing that you just mentioned, I find that when I don't have a specific project that I'm working on, and sometimes I give them t- to myself for this reason, then I can then I, it's almost like I allow myself to get sucked into a million different things. But when I have a project or I have a marketing campaign or a funnel that I'm working on, or I'm launching a new product, like, like, like the things that generate revenue that I enjoy doing, and you need to find it too. What are the things you like doing that generate the most revenue? Bury yourself in those kind of projects and the distractions will take care of themselves actually because you're so buried in the project that you can't help but eliminate distractions. Now, when you don't have something big going on, which is why I like to rig the deck in my favor, try to get something big to happen. Go, go, like, go do something you've been meaning to do in the business, whether it be building a new campaign, whether it be creating that podcast you've always wanted to create. Go get into that production. And trust me when I tell you all the noise and the distraction starts to go away. When you don't have a whole lot going on, and you don't have big rocks to move, you get sucked in a million directions. So it's, it, to me, that's the math that you need to play. And I find that when I get kind of down and sucked in, we were talking about this when you were in Florida, if I get sucked into things, the media, the news, whatever, it's because I don't have enough going on right now. Not that I'm bored. I'm never bored. It's just I got to really dig in and give myself some deadlines and knock some goals up. That's the key.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's one way definitely to control it. Exactly. We talked about is have your big objectives and keep the main thing, the main thing every week until it's done. Yes. Right. And then you can worry about the minutia. The other way that I like to do it as well is if I've got my goals set out and I know the objectives that I have to do to, to reach those goals, then theoretically there should be some type of monetary association Mm -hmm. with reaching those goals. Right. So, for me, I'm a big proponent of like understand what your time is worth per hour, right? And then when you go in and you look at all the things that people want you to address that day or what you have in your calendar or whatever, I look at them independently and I ask myself, is this worth X amount of dollars per hour?
0: See, that's, right? that's, good. that's good awareness, by the way. A lot of people just kind of do everything unconsciously. You have this conscious awareness in that example right there. Whereas you're doing things, you're questioning: Should I be doing these things?
1: Right. That's that's big. Yeah, I'm weighing it against where I want to be and where I'm at today. And and the first thing I do almost every single morning is I look at my calendar and I ask myself if they if they're of value, if they if they associate with what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to kill off two of them or push them to somebody else to go and do because they're not in alignment with where I want to be with my goals or even where I'm at today. You know, if, if you're, if you make $200 an hour, yep. you know, and so, and you're answering your own emails, it's probably not a good idea. I'm sure somebody can answer your emails or get rid of 80% of them for you, you know, that are garbage, you know, for less than $200 an hour. Right. If, if you value your time at, you know, $1,000 an hour, right. Uh, you know, what are your $1,000 an hour activities? And and when you're constantly refining it against that model, mm-hmm. you'll find that you look at your calendar and you go, this isn't, this literally isn't worth my time.
0: We, right? we, we use the phrase a lot here on the show. I got it from Dan Kennedy years ago. Most business owners are confusing activity with accomplishment. It is, Correct. it was one of the most moving statements I heard 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whenever it was, cause I was like, wow, that like hit me between the eyes. Because that's what we said in the beginning. That's like most people's week. I had all this activity, but I didn't move the needle much in the business. And that's the key right here. And this takes like hyper-awareness,
1: by the way, right? To be aware of- Actually, you can actually line up with what I said with what you said, right? Which makes sense because if you've you've got a project and you say, okay, when this project is completed, this project is going to make the business or make me an additional $50,000 a year- Right, but it's going to take me ten hours to knock that out. Right, that's a five thousand dollar an hour activity that you. Good just way did. of looking at it, right? Good way right? of
0: assigning the, the the math to it, right? Is what you did there? Exactly.
1: Right. So for me, I'm a very numbers oriented person. You know that I'm, I'm looking at spreadsheets and analytics and data all day long. Thank God
0: you are, because I'm not. It's always <laughs> good to run a business when you're someone else is the numbers guy and. You know, it's funny because Aaron and I, when we we run Pipeline Pro together, our software company, you know, now it's a a global powerhouse now in 20 countries. And, you know, he's the traffic and the numbers guy and I'm the funnel and the conversion guy. So we're like, you know, at the end of the day, not to sound arrogant, but we are like a really tough to top one, two punch because I can be in my silo over here working on sales funnels and sales processes and, you know, all that piece. But over here. You could have the greatest sales funnel in the world, but if you don't have a data and a numbers and a traffic guy to run the right traffic to it, then it not, it's for nothing. So it's, it's always both, not one or the other. And it just so happens that we're able to divide and conquer like that. It really is, you know, it's, it's a tough to top situation. So think about that too, right? Is where are you strong? Where are you weak? And maximize that.
1: Yeah. So let, let's go into number two. And, and, and for those of those people who have been longtime listeners, I think sometimes they're like, why do these guys harp on this so much?
0: But before you go to number two, one thing I want to leave off on the goals thing. So so one of the things I recommend if you're like, wow, I just do so much stuff and I don't really know what I should be doing. I kind of get pulled in a lot of directions. Follow yourself around for a week. (laughs) As crazy as that sounds. Follow yourself around for a week and keep a not to do list, not a to do list, but an I hate to do list. Every time you're doing something that you're like, oh man, this is just such a I I I I just, it makes me nauseous to think about it. It's admin related. It's not revenue producing. It isn't a big, great use of my time, but it needs to get done. It's busy work. Make a list. I would bet that 60 to 80% of the items on that list could be delegated for not a lot of money, which would give you your time back, which would allow you to make a lot of money. Try uh, could, on the, it, I hate to do list.
1: I couldn't agree more. We've actually had our clients make a spreadsheet and record every single thing they did in a day and how long they did it for in blocks for a week and then Ooh. go back and review it after the week and see how many of those blocks were filled with busyness instead of actually doing business. Instead of
0: accomplishment.
1: Yeah, right? exactly. And then figure out how do I get those away from me so that I can put the focus on the main thing and keep it on the main thing, exactly. right? Exactly. But that's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up. Number two. The, the, the number two thing is in order to stay focused on achieving your goals, right, we all have to remember that we're inside these machines, right? So we've got two parts to the machine. We've got the brain, right, and we've got the body, right? And maybe the soul is the third piece if sure. you I, I you think work. so. Right? If you want to if, – if that's, you know, your belief system, right? But for sure, we've got one and two. We've got brain and we've got body, right, and most people – they they misunderstand how important the the body is to the brain, right? And a great example of this is, and I, I don't think you were at this seminar with me, Andrew. I went to a seminar with a guy named Bill Phillips. Not remember, remember Bill yeah, Phillips? Bill Phillips
0: was the uh, he was the creator of metrics and then EAS sports nutrition, and then you know the Body for Life guy, best-selling. That's like right. He was he a body for monster Life well. in fitness in the nineties. He was huge. I know exactly huge. who
1: he is. Yeah, he's probably in right. you know,
0: so now. If I had to guess. Yeah, and I was
1: at this seminar with him, talked to him for a long time, super nice Body guy. Body for life. Body for life. Body for life. Right? And what he said, um, actually what he showed us was this diagram of two topical pictures of the brain, right? Mm-hmm. And, he sh- and and these di- the first diagram he showed us is how lit up the brain was post-exercise versus pre-exercise,
0: Yep.
1: right? The amount of kinetic activity that was happening sure, inside sure. of it. Yeah, brain
0: pathways and, open.
1: Right, and then he actually showed the same thing side by side with somebody who was dramatically obese,
0: like somebody who was lethargic, sedentary. Right? That that was. The it was actually
1: his, his example because he was talking about body fat percentage, because that was his thing. Was he was showing the same example with somebody who's obese, right? And he said, scientifically, you know, if if you were if you're keeping yourself active and you're working out constantly. You have much more brain activity, so your work is gonna be much more focused and productive. But he took it an extra step and said basically, if your body as a whole is not healthy, right, if it's storing too much body fat, he was showing us the speed at which the neurons fired with different layers of fat content around them. Mm. So what he was showing is that when there was a lower fat content, the neurons fired significantly faster when you, mean, there was when you say high, lower fat in the body
0: as a whole makes the brain function.
1: Correct. Yeah, and he, that and that's well. he, when he showed the, these 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 stats and these diagrams, everyone was super interested. And at the end, he said, now I'm just going to simplify it down, right? Nobody wants to hear this, but being fat makes you stupid. It's he really said, that's true. a fact. That's a scientific fact. It's a scientific, scientific said, fact that is not a theory or an argument. Right. And he said, but he said, the thing is that most people focus on like and uh, 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 basically defining themselves as something. He's like, yeah, nobody yeah. is fat and nobody is fit. He said the people who are fat are just storing too much body fat. They're storing too much energy that they're not using. You are not fat or fit. It's not a, a definition. You are just storing too much useless energy that you're not tapping into. So you need to shed some of that unneeded, useless energy. So your neurons will fire faster and you can be more productive.
0: That's the brain body connection you're talking about.
1: That's the brain body connection, right? So I see this right away. Like I'm on quarantine right now, as you know, and I'm out doing a Tabata with my kids for 12 minutes on the deck every single day. I feel amazing. I've got my X3 bar in here. I'm hitting that every day because you can't sit at a desk for 12 hours a day and maintain a high level of productivity to achieve what you want. to achieve, It's just not, it's not my opinion. It's not your opinion. It's
0: science. It's fact. You're absolutely right about it. It's amazing how few get it, right? Like I can't even, it's amazing how sedentary we are as a culture today. I don't, I guess I'm referring to the U S probably.
1: Oh, I, think I don't know. I mean, it's, it's worldwide. Amazing. I don't,
0: I mean, we, we have by far the highest obesity rate in, in, in the first world by in the world by far in the yeah. United States, not even a close second, right? So. As much as I want to say America is a pretty fit part of the world, the more I talk about it, we're really not. It's one of the reasons we have such high COVID cases, by the way, is because COVID or any coronavirus is a magnet to to obesity and and inflammation and fat. Fat is inflammation, right? But what it does to the brain for today's purposes for productivity is unbelievable. The Scientific studies are in the thousands on the brain-body connection and the pathways that open up when you work out. So if you want to get to a high level of production in business, which probably is why you watched this show, and you have really nothing going on fitness wise or exercise wise, you're kinda really not in alignment with what you want, and you're kind of faking it in my view. And by the way, I'm gonna throw some I'm gonna throw some daggers now. By the way, walking down the block is not exercise, it's transportation. Okay? <laughs> it, it, it's good. It movement is good. It's it's But when we talk about exercise and neurons and blood vessels opening up and being alert and smart and and sharp for a long time, we're talking about some pretty intense strength training, high intensity type workout, jogging a marathon 26 miles, great, not great for the body, horrible for the mitochondria, terrible on the joints, not going to give you the same effect as high intensity strength training, adding muscle to the body. Will be the greatest non-inflammatory sharpness thing you can do for your life. So you gotta build muscle, as crazy and as maybe as cosmetic as that sounds. It's got to be a strength training, high intensity muscle building type thing. And and, and and let me let me preface that: you're not going to turn in to Mr. Olympia because you lifted weights for a week. That's the other little alibi that people Wait, like. Right? Absolutely. I can't. I don't want to get too big or I don't want to get too bulky. I'm a girl. Nobody has, I shouldn't say nobody, 99.7% of the population does not have the genetics to get bulky and muscular or in the any real drugs. significant way.
1: Yeah. Or what? Or, or or good illegal drugs. Right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Right. right? So like, you work out, you work out like, like a very consistent, savage human being and you are not bulky, <laughs> savage right? Human you being. are, you are just fit. That's normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is that I I've, I've felt it. Even and, and here's the
0: funny thing, Aaron. I've like tried my, I'm 48 now, so I don't try like I did when I was 28, but I've tried my whole life to get big and bulky and I couldn't do it. 30 (laughs) years trying to get like Schwarzenegger, doing everything I can, eating all the food, lifting all the weights. And I think I might've moved the needle from an overall just bulky muscle, you know, standpoint a little bit in college and I'm, you know, I'm fit and muscular now, but I couldn't get to the bulky looking weird Mr. Olympia type level. Any day of the week, even if I tried, even with drugs, no less, by the way, because it's such a, it's such a small pocket, teeny, teeny percentage of genetics that, that, in, that exist in the world where someone can get like that. So, so that's the misconception is I don't want to do that strength training or that high intensity stuff. Cause I'm going to look all mus- muscular and bulky. Well, uh, and, and the other case. Thing was, is,
1: is it's never going to happen. You got to remember that the bigger, the, the more you work your muscles, the more they need to be fed. Right. right? Right. The yeah, more yeah, that yeah. they need to be fed, the more fat they burn, right? They, they burn off that unused storage energy that you have in your body, right? right? And the neurons fire up in your brain and you feel good, you get the endorphin release, you get the creative inspiration, you get all these things triggered. So if you don't have a daily exercise routine built into your business, I don't care if you have the Ferrari of businesses. You're never going to drive that Ferrari. You won't go the distance. More than third gear. You're going you to be in third the gear the whole time.
0: And by the way, just, just to kind of, I always like to keep things achievable, right? When we're talking on the show or if we're doing any kind yeah. of coaching or training, it doesn't even have to be every day. Like I'm a believer that if you've been sedentary for a long time and you're in business and you want to scale your business, grow your business, you want to be able to manage a lot, handle a lot, be very productive, deal with staff, deal with, you're going to have to take care of your, your, your body so you can handle the pounding may not be physical, right? It's not necessarily physical, it's but it's both the pounding. And you know, you, you don't have to do something every day. You can get a regimen going Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for 30 minutes just to get the habit going, right? I'm always against the sedentary person going, I made this decision. It's like the smoker. They've been smoking 19 years and they're like, I'm going to just quit cold turkey. It's not going to happen. The body can't handle, it. it's too big of a leap. So if you don't have an exercise or fitness regimen, in your life and you want to go all out and you want to scale your business, and you want to be productive day in and day out. Don't go from nothing to six days a week for two hours. Like a maniac go to three days a week for 30 minutes, quality, not quantity, get a result, build the habit, build the muscle. And then you can tack on maybe four days, perhaps five. And maybe not even, I only work out every other day. You would, yeah. you, you, people think, Oh, you work out every, how many hours a day do you work out? People say to me at the beach all the time. I'm like, uh, 30 minutes every other day but I know how to work out so I don't have to work out two hours a day, six days a week and waste my time. They're like, huh?
1: <laughs> right. Well, and, and, and you, you made it, you made an important point there that you probably don't even realize is uh, I remember the guy that, you, you know, Carl, he's a good friend of mine who owns a gym down yeah, here. of course. And I remember when I wanted to just, I just wanted to get a little bit better results and I was going every other day or I was going three days a week. Yep. He said, you want to know when you see the biggest result when you're here more than you're not. And it was a very simple comment that I was like.
0: Wow. He said when you're here more than you're not here?
1: Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, well, that like would be four days a Consistency
0: angle, right? He, you know, he was like,
1: he, he's like, that would be four days a week or more if you want to be. But if you're here more than you're not, you'll see amazing transformation. If you're here less than you are, right, then you won't, right? So I'm always keep that in mind. I just want to make sure that I'm I'm at the gym more days than I'm not. That's all. Right? So in sure a seven extreme. day
0: week, it's maybe five days max it's or four five days. days
1: minimum, I should say, right? Four to five right? days. More five days, me. six maybe, yeah. right?
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, that's it.
1: Anyways, let's move on to topic number three because this is a big one and we've only got about you know 10 minutes left in the show today. So you know, the third one is is what I like to call the bubble, right? The bubble is very important. I live my life talking to a lot of people because when you're in business, typically you talk to a lot of people, but if if I had to rate them on a stress level of one through 10, right? Anything that's above five in the stress level category gets removed. They get sent outside of the bubble, right? Now, maybe that means a difficult client is dealing with somebody else in my team. Maybe I'm firing that difficult client. What, I mean, you and I have fired clients, right? That if you don't fit in the bubble, you got to go, you know, because the reality is, is that, you know, 90% of your 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 challenges in your business will come from the worst 10% of your customers, right? You got to be okay with letting those people go. You got to be okay with having toxic family members stay outside of the bubble. You got to be okay with cutting toxic media pounding you 24-7 out of the bubble. Mm. Your sole goal, like Warren Buffett, old guy now, right? One of the most successful it's people. It's amazing
0: are. how he's still running shareholder meetings once a year on CNBC being interviewed. Is he like 93? Yeah. And the dude drinks
1: a couple Coca-Colas every day. And I think of anything worse to... for the body than soda. Right. And But you know what? He, he said, how can you still be this sharp yeah. and this happy and this productive still? He said, you know what? You know what it is? Purpose. I never let stress in my life. He said, the soul, the soul, if I can tell you one thing to be the most successful business person on earth, eliminate as much stress as possible. Right? And what he's talking about is the bubble. Right? He protecting keeps protecting his surround yep, right? He's it's protecting your mental state. And what you have to understand is everybody now wants your attention. Your team wants your attention, your clients want your attention, the media wants your attention, the ads want your attention, your family wants your attention. You have to really take a step back and think about how is this affecting my mental state, right? In the same way that you want to protect your physical state, you got to protect your mental state. Great point. And you got to look at the things in your life that are constantly bringing stress and anxiety to you and get rid of them.
0: And it's very difficult to do today because we live in a society where it's an open architecture society. Everybody can kind of get to everybody today on social. We have TV. We have all the different chat channels, right? It's very difficult to not be bombarded with messaging and people to try to get to us. And the phrase I've always heard is you need to build a cage around yourself, right? How do you build, you said bubble, I say cage, right? How do you build a cage around yourself? And by the way, it's not every day and all the time. It's certain pockets I've seen in the day where you might protect your time until noon every day. Nobody can get to you until noon Everything you do is about getting yourself mentally and physically strong first thing in the morning, as an example. And then you work on maybe your highest revenue type focused oriented work that moved the needle. And then maybe at 12 noon, you say, "Okay, I'm going to open up to the world right now. I'm going to get on Slack. I'm going to get on Skype with my team. I'm going to answer email. I might hop on social. But if that's all the time, in and out, in and out, in and out all day, news, 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 social media, social media, email, 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 Slack, Skype, Slack, Skype. I mean, you're like... And we, we're all, we all have it happen at times, but to yeah. become conscious of it and, 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 and allocate time to it, I think, is where we're going here, is protecting your mental state so that you can produce at the highest level possible, right? Yeah, having having for, the goals and the out. objectives, having the fitness, protecting the mental state, the big three here today, so that you can produce at the highest level possible. Discount and, and really, all three, Aaron, and it's it's not a good situation.
1: Right. If you can get all three going and working in tandem together, you'll find that you you you, you just feel like an unstoppable human being. And I and I want to sort of reference your analogy that you made with the fitness side. Like you don't just want to jump into two hours a day, six days a week, right? Like let's start with something small, right? Right. Base For hits. me, what what stand I stand up singles,
0: base hits, maybe a maybe a sliding double, right? Sure. <laughs> right. Work up to it. Baseball
1: throws. Right. Work up to it, yeah. right? is for me, when I looked at my mental state about six months ago, I was feeling drained all the time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was, so I, I did what I always do. I took a step back and I analyzed it. And I said, what's causing this, this issue?
0: Were you feeling like frustration, angst?
1: <parent> yeah, like perpetual, like ding, 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 ding. Glaub, and I, I wasn't sleeping the way I, sh- like, I wasn't able to sleep well. And I wasn't feeling recharged the next day. And I wasn't feeling excited to go and work on stuff. And I was just feeling this like, like almost like minor depression. It, it was burnout. That's really
0: work. good that you noticed that because I can't tell you how long people go without noticing exactly that, right?
1: Yeah. And you just got to be objective and take a step back. And, and so one of the things, and, and you kind of laughed at me when I did it, as I said, after five o'clock from now on, I'm turning off all notifications on my phone. So you can't text me, you can't Slack me, I won't check my email, I'm, Are I'm you still
0: doing that to this day? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, really yeah, I have that,
0: to... That's a good benchmark
1: habit right there. That's and here's an interesting thing, I haven't done it this week since I've been here in quarantine because I have nothing to do. And I've noticed the same feelings have crept in all week. When I'm with my family in my house with my wife and my kids, yeah. I've made a commitment to them so it's easier for me to stick to it. But here there was no commitment. And I can tell you it affected me all week. I was working till like eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. Then my brain wouldn't shut off. Then I couldn't get to sleep. So then I was falling asleep at 11.30. Ah, good Instead info. 9.30, 10. And then I was thinking, and I was thinking spiral, right? right? They all have a cataclysmic effect, right? And so it, it's reinforced that. So all I'm saying is, if you want to start going into the bubble, start trying small things and stacking them up to see maybe for you, it's not checking your email until nine o'clock in the morning, right? You work on other things that matter to you. Maybe it's turning some things off at night. Maybe it's just setting a time you're going to be done at night. Maybe it's setting the amount of hours that you're going to sleep, right? Maybe it's getting rid of that one idiot that works in your team that's always causing problems, right? Maybe it's 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 cutting that one family member out that all they want to do is bring you drama all the time by saying, look, I I don't want to hear about the drama anymore. Unless you're calling me to say, hi, hello, I love you. Like, don't call, right? Just start with a couple things that allow you to, to stay in that bubble, you know, to protect your mental state because you are the energizer battery that powers your business, right? And if you allow that battery to get drawn down, right, eventually it's just going to empty. And now what, right? So we look at, having strong goals, weekly 30-day 90, having a plan on what it's gonna take to accomplish them, looking at your calendar and what you work on a daily basis and and measuring out what what is of value to you and what really isn't, right? Having concrete projects Mm -hmm. that you're focusing on that you know are gonna move the needle so they're worth your investment of time. Taking care of your body on a regular basis so that your neurons are firing, your endorphins are dropping, you're feeling that that lightness, mm-hmm. and looking at your surroundings and, and and putting yourself in more of a bubble that's allowing you to keep all the good things in and keep your, your motivation and your energy high and keep all the other things away from you that just want to leach that energy out of you for somebody else's benefit, quite frankly. Yep.
0: And it's not easy to do, right? It sounds like an easy 35-minute thing we've talked about here, but this is something you have to become hyper-conscious of. We're not great at it. You slipped into the – right? You slipped into it this past week, right? We all Just slip off – what is it called? It. You fall off the wagon? Is that what you did? You fell off yeah, the wagon Yeah, right? you fall off and, the wagon, right?
1: And as, as long as – it, it, but you'll notice the change, right? Yeah. Like I noticed I've been off this week. And then I was like, why am I off? And then I went, ah, uh-huh. that's it. So come Monday, right, that's over. That's not happening. Again. And I will I will reset. Yep. I will go back to my, my routines, you know, and I will I will sort myself out. And I will feel better immediately, I all guarantee right. 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 So, you know, I love having these conversations with you, Andrew. I love that this is a part of our show because so many people, you know, they want to talk about tactics all the time. Tactics, tactics, tactics. Right. Mm -hmm. When you when you become successful enough, it actually becomes a lot less about tactics and these bigger conversations.
0: Yeah. Bigger picture, strategic type conversations, not the tactics of how do I make more sales? Of course, we talk a lot about that on the show. It's the point of the show. But you're right. We do make a conscious effort to deviate once in a while to work on the bigger picture strategy side of things and also the bigger picture personal side of things as well. A lot of what we're talking about right here is how you personally handle the day-to-day, how you handle yourself, how you handle your environment, so that ultimately you can become a bigger, better producer, whether it be from a sales perspective or from just a growing a company perspective. So we'll always continue to you know, usually every third, fourth, fifth show or so will divert into something that's a little bit more about the personal side of things, how to how to get the most from yourself so that you can give the most to your business.
1: Absolutely. All right. Where can people watch our or listen to our previous episodes watch. and follow us moving forward?
0: Yes, we were running off schedule a tiny bit today. If you're watching live, we are normally 11 a.m. Eastern live in the sales Velocity TV public Facebook group. You can get all past episodes of Sales Velocity TV. You can download the podcast version, which is Sales Velocity Radio at salesvelocitytv.com. We'll see you over there. We'll see you in the next show. That's Aaron. I'm Andrew. See you in the next episode. Over and out. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.